What's up? It's Rob Cressy, and welcome to 75 Hard Round 2. Tips and lessons learned from completing the program for a second time. And for context, I had previously completed 75 Hard back in 2019, and I just finished it one day ago on May 16th, 2023. And what I want to do in this podcast is a few things. Number one, give you tips and lessons learned from my experience in doing this to help you on your journey so that you can grow both in 75 hard as well as in all areas of your life. And it's important for me that I share this because number one, One of my blog posts is one of the best resources on the internet for completing 75 hard. You can go to robcressy.com backslash 75 hard. It'll give you a ton of tips. And I've received a lot of positive feedback from people about that. And one of the things that you learn in 75 hard is that your journey inspires others. So it's important for me to share what I've learned through my own self-creating and growth to help you along on your journey. So I'm going to be very formulaic with this, very specific with this, all in the name of growth. So let's do this. Let's start at the very beginning. Why? Why in the world did I do 75 hard for a second time? And I previously created a podcast about this, so I'll give the Cliff Notes version. And... I'm sitting there and I'm someone who has worked out consistently for the last 15 years, five days a week. I've always paid my dues and it's been part of who I am. But one day I looked in the mirror and for the first time I noticed my self-talk wasn't what it normally is. And I'm a growth coach, so I'm hyper aware of designing my self-talk to serve me. And when I looked in the mirror with my shirt off, I've always looked cut, but for the first time I said, are those curves being cut or is it turning into something else? And I'm not used to that thought. So I was like, huh, that's different. So I started to question myself. There was a seed of doubt and I was walking my dog at night later that day and I was thinking about this and I was like, man, I'm noticing that uh, I'm waking up later, my workouts aren't as long, they aren't as intense. Uh, My self-talk right now is not ideal. And I was like, man, what is going on right now? And of course, there's reasons for this with um, being someone who has an 18-month-old toddler as we speak and somebody who runs multiple businesses. There's a lot of things that contribute to this. At the same time, those are all excuses. And I was aware of this. And I was seeing how slippery that slope was getting for me, that just day after day, inch after inch. And remember, I'm a high performer. So my definition of my slope may be different than everybody else's. But this is a one-of-one journey that we're all on together. So for me, I have my standard. And I realized I was losing my edge. And I wanted to do something about it. So a little thought popped into my head. And it said... Rob, what about doing 75 hard? And I'd previously completed both 75 hard and the entire live hard program of four years prior. A lot of people would ask, 
Rob, do you have any plans of doing it again? And my answer was, no. I learned the things in paying my dues over the course of a year that I got that skill set. I'm good. So it wasn't part of my periphery. It wasn't something that I'm looking to do every single year. But four years later, the thought popped into my head and it said, Rob, all of the goals that you have for this year, you will accomplish them if you decide to do 75 hard. And I was like, oh man. Obviously that made sense to myself and this is my own self-talk. The same time, I know what the commitment to 75 hard means. I just couldn't get it out of my head. It's like, Rob, you will become the best version of yourself if you chop the head off this monster of negative momentum and you recommit to being the best version of yourself. So all of a sudden, we got a brand new seed that's planted. So I said, all right, I'm going to give it a day. I'm going to see if I still feel the same way tomorrow that I do right now about doing 75 hard. And guess what? Woke up the next day and that seed had grown more. It's like, Rob, really? Be the best version of yourself. You'll accomplish all your goals, not only this year, but this will change your life because the momentum you're going to create this year will roll through through the rest of your life. And I was like, that makes too much sense. I'm about this life already. I'm already a growth coach. Boom. Let's do this. So with my wife's blessing, that day I committed to 75 hard and started the next day. And I wanted to share the why because uh, committing to this program is an all-in endeavor. Certainly if you want to do this right, certainly if you want to do this and create growth in your life. And for me, my why was so strong. I was doing this for myself. I didn't need to do it. I've already learned these things. But guess what? I decided this is my time to become a better version of myself. And I would encourage you, if you're considering doing 75 hard for the first time or you've already done it and you're going to do it again, anchor in your why. Know why you are doing it because that is what is going to help you on the days in which you do not feel like doing something. So for those who are new to 75 Hard, I'll give a quick overview on what this mental toughness program entails. Number one, it was created by Andy Frisella. And over the course of 75 days, you do the following things every single day with no compromise. Number one, you work out twice a day, 45-minute indoor, 45-minute outdoor workout. They have to be spread apart at least three hours apart. Number number two, drink a gallon of water every single day. Number three, uh, follow a diet with no alcohol and no cheat meals. Uh, Number four, take a progress picture every single day. And number five, read 10 pages of a personal development book. You do that every single day for 75 straight days. You mess up even one thing, you go back to zero. This is the ultimate mental toughness program on earth. So that's what it is. And what I actually want to do right now is jump all the way to the end. Because for anybody who's considering doing this, it's important for you to know how I feel right this moment. And I am less than 48 hours having completed the program. So this is fresh and new. So I'm going to take you 
Today, 74. I can see the finish line. It, it's happening 48 hours later. And oh, baby, I am radiating. This is happening on a Monday, day 74. And I'm proud of myself, but I'm still focused because I know in this program, you pay your dues every single day, every single moment. You mess up once, boom, you're back to zero. So boom, I've got this sharpness of thought. But man, I can feel the energy radiating from myself. I've earned my confidence. I know day after day what I've put in. And I'm sharing my lessons online as well as with other people who are doing 75 hard. And I remember doing a meditation that morning. And I could actually feel the force field radiating from my body, all areas of my body, that I literally created this magnetism. And what I call this is the 75 hard glow, that when you earn your confidence day after day on this program and you prove things to yourself and you grow, it literally creates a glow about yourself, a force field that when you walk into a room or you're on camera, people notice this. And guess what? I not only had created that before, but in my meditation, boom, I'm radiating. So man, I'm flying on clouds on day 74, hit my workouts hard. Everything was just dialed in. It was one of the best days of my life. I'm like, oh baby, this is so good. And I'm sharing this because one of the things that was a key to success for me was all I knew was I was finishing sometime in May that I didn't have the exact date figured out when my journey was done. And quite frankly, I didn't know the day I was finishing 75 hard until about the week of. Because I essentially said, listen, unless it's the middle of May, it's irrelevant for me to look at my watch. So now that it was finally there, I was like, wow, man, look at all that I've created for myself. So boom, day 74, I'm like, I am going to soak this in. This is everything that I've wanted. And day 74 was a life-changing day for me because you go through a series of epiphanies throughout this program where you overcome your own self-limiting beliefs and judgments and fears and obstacles and you take action in the, in the face of adversity and weakness and you not wanting to do something. And you don't know when you're going to learn the lessons. And you also don't know how many lessons you're going to learn from this journey. But guess what? I would committed to myself, man, I'm, I'm open to the universe. I'm open to learning what I want or whatever it's going to be whenever it happens. And it just so happens that at the very, very end of the journey, the light bulb went off for maybe the third or fourth time in this program that I had probably three or four or five life-changing epiphanies. And the end of my journey, this time around, they were just massive ones. And I, I saw the ability for me to be free and drop all judgment because it's like, dude, look at what you've just accomplished and what you're doing. Take this on and be that more powerful version, that next level of you right now. And I stepped into that power and I owned it on day 74. And it's a gift and a blessing that I would love for everyone to create for themselves. So boom, that's where I am. I just had a light bulb moment on day 74. 
it gets to day 75. And the way that I talk about day 75 is this day is free. And what do I mean by that? You've just paid your dues for 74 straight days doing every single thing in the program. Soak this baby up. And that is exactly what I did. And I'm someone who believes in finishing strong. So on day 74, I woke up one minute earlier at 4.49 a.m., which was the earliest time I'd ever woken up by design at any point during this program or at any point during my life. Because one of the things you learn on 75 hard is that the inches matter and they stack up an inch here, an inch here, an inch here. So it's like the difference between eating fried chicken and grilled chicken. Grilled chicken healthier for you, fried chicken not. That's an inch. The difference between eating French fries and eating a salad, there's an inch. And then you sit there and my workouts are 45 minutes, not 30 minutes. There's an inch. This was one of those inches for me. Boom, I can always get up one minute earlier. That's a little inch. So I did that on day 74. And then on day 75, of course, I woke up another minute earlier, 4.48 a.m., the earliest ever for me. Boom, I'm finishing this thing strong. And when I got up in the morning, baby, I was radiating that the first thing that I do every single day is I read for 30 minutes. And I'll get into my routine in a second. But I felt like the book I was reading, which was Unreasonable Hospitality, really good book about uh, going above and beyond for your clients and everyone you work with. It really inspired me. And I felt like the book was literally speaking to me that my energy and my frequency was on such a level. And I was so dialed in. I was like, this book is speaking to exactly where I am right this second on day 75 of this journey. And then I did a level up meditation on day 75 right after this 10 minutes using the Peloton app. Once again, man, I can feel this energy, this force field just radiating from myself. And I said, you know what? I am dropping all judgments, all expectations of whatever this day has to be. This day is for me. This moment is for me. You only get one day 75 of a 75 hard journey. And I was going to make sure, oh baby, I am as free as a bird. I'm just, I'm sitting here. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm going to soak this in. And the energy and the, the love that this created in me was just abundant. And of course, I know that there is going to be a progress picture that happens at the end of that day, or in this case, in the middle of the day, where I show my day one, my day 75. So at the gym that morning, boom, hit it extra hard. It was a buys and tries day. I did core with abs, also added in an extra chest workout to feel a little bit swole. And one of the best lifting sessions that I had and then I went out on my day and I was just so happy and I was radiating. And I'm sharing this because this is what's at the end of the rainbow for everybody who completes day 75. And so often it can be hard to see that you're ever going to get there. And that's why I wanted to start at the end to know or to let you know what is waiting for you the best version of yourself. Because remember, I started 
on day zero as Rob, who had some doubts and some negative self-talk and wasn't sure if he liked the way that he looked and noticed that his habits and routines were slipping. Day 75, man, I'm a superhero at this point. And go about my day and on uh, the outdoor workout, man, it was just incredible the way that uh, I went all in and I finished strong. And I actually recorded an episode on uh, day 75 of 75 hard before this. So I'll end uh, this beginning with that. By the time my day got done, I had two speaking engagements that day, um, all one around personal growth, one around chat GBT and AI. And end of the day got there, I'd emptied my tank and oh baby, the sun is, or the sun isn't shining, I'm shining and I am smiling. So to wrap a bow on this, what was I feeling? Earned confidence, proud of myself. I'd owned my self-talk. I'd built belief in myself and I'd learned lifestyle design. And this is one of the best things that 75 Hard teaches you is that uh, the day after I'm done, which was yesterday, people were like, oh my God, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go eat? pizza and beer and wings and all this different stuff. And I was like, actually, it's a pretty normal day for me because when you do this right, uh, you do more of the positive habits that serve you, that help you be the best version of yourself. I'm not looking to be that old person. That being said, I still do like pizza and beer, so it will be on the agenda at some point soon. And how I feel right now in this moment, I'm really calling this, a new beginning because the best things are yet to come for me and the same is true for you. I saw 75 hard as an opportunity to create a reset, to chop the negative momentum out of my life and start something new and to build this positive momentum. And of course, here I am still drinking my gallon of water because at this point, my body is craving water. How about that? You sit there, you go to the bathroom a thousand times, you're done with the program, and your body's like, you know what? How about you just keep on drinking water? So uh, let's talk about this. This was my second time doing 75 hard. What was different this time than the first time I did it around? So for context, I had previously uh, finished 75 hard on July 6th, 2019. I started it about two months after Andy Frisella originally created a program, created the program back in the day. So at that point, there was no book, there was no app. All there was was one podcast episode and a few crazy people like myself who are willing to follow Andy and say, let's go. 75 days is a small price to pay to become the best version of yourself. So back then, this thing was like a monster. No one was doing this. Now, as more and more people do it and as more people transform their lives, uh, a lot more people have done it. But back then, I didn't know a single other person who was doing it. And what was different then? Well, number one, that was pre-pandemic, which is actually mind-blowing to think about where we were in that time. Number two, I was living in Chicago. Right now, I live in Sarasota, Florida. So now we've got a weather difference. In Chicago, when I went through Live Hard, I experienced all the seasons. At one point in my journey, 
Uh, I was doing my outdoor workouts in January and my water bottle froze. Now this time around, living in Sarasota, Florida, it was roasty. My final workout, it was 90 plus degrees and I almost passed out because of how hot it was and how much I was pushing myself. Uh, on top of that, the biggest change for me this time around, my family. We have an 18-month-old child. Back then, we were not pregnant. We did not have a baby. This is a massive change. And guess what? There's so many people out there that say, you know what? I can't do 75 hard or I can't invest in my personal growth and development because dot, dot, dot. They insert an excuse. Oftentimes, job or family. I just don't have the time to do this. Well, guess what? Everybody's in the same boat as you as it relates to not having time. We have full lives. And quite frankly, I would encourage you to audit your relationship to time. Because one thing that changed my life is when I went from being a person who says, I don't have enough time or I'll get to it someday, to I am that I always have more than enough time to get everything done. I come from a place of abundance. Doesn't mean that there wasn't challenges, because there were. Because when you've got an 18-month-old child, your entire life revolves around this. And I'll get to it in a second. The last thing that was different for me, my business, because this was pre-pandemic back in the day, it was Bacon Sports Rob. Rob, the host of sports betting shows, creating sports marketing content. Now, I'm a full-time personal growth coach. I'm a creating coach. I run a business also, gptleaders.com, that specializes in chat GPT and AI education and consulting, helping businesses and business leaders leverage chat GPT for hyper productivity and growth. So, so much of my life is different this time around. And was this time around harder? It was different. I wouldn't say it was, well, yes, there are elements that were harder. But the number one thing that was different this time around for me was anxiety or a lack thereof. Because when going through 75 hard in the Live Hard program for the first time, you're not sure if you can do it. And you're always on alert for slipping that one time where all of a sudden you've got to go back to zero. And there's an ever-present performance anxiety. So for the first time I did 75 hard, I was literally on eggshells for two and a half months where I was like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. This time around, I was like, listen, I already did the entire Live Hard program. I know I can do this. I did it like a champion. So I'm good on that. I'm doing this for me to sharpen my sword. So I dropped the performance expectations of, oh my God, can you or can you not do this? Boom. I'd earned my confidence. I knew that I could do this. Of course, there was different challenges that arose, but that was the biggest thing that was different this time around. So what were the challenges that I faced in doing it four years later with a child and two businesses? Well, number one, the baby. Uh, our son gets up traditionally at 7 a.m. every single morning. That meant for me to put myself in a position to succeed, I got to get in my first workout before he got up. So this means every single day for two and a half months, weekends included, I was working out by at least 6 a.m. That way I'm done with my workout at home by 7 a.m. And this is something that was a real big challenge comes the weekend because that's a grind. 
every day up in the fives every single day for two and a half months. Number two is uh, the baby itself as it relates to being there in childcare. One of the big victories for us was we purchased a baby running stroller, which is brand new to me. And I started to take him on my outdoor workouts. I was doing run walks and I would run with my son in the baby stroller with the little hood down. And I estimate that I did that 20 or 25 times. And this is a way that I overcame the excuse of, I don't have enough time because I've got a child. I was like, nope, babysitter can leave. Let's go. It's daddy and son. Let's pay these dues. And it really made me proud because yes, I was doing this for myself to chop off negative momentum and be the best version of myself. But why do I want to be the best version of myself for my son and for my family? Because I'm a mirror for him. And why would I want to be anything other than my best so that he can be his best? I want to show him what is possible for himself. So me bringing him on these workouts with me was the next level of this. The next thing, the second workout, that was a challenge for me. So they're three hours apart. Traditionally, I was getting in my workout Monday through Friday at around 4 p.m. every single day, which meant that I was doing a workout instead of doing business. And this is a part of being all in. And I remember from the first time doing 75 hard, one of the things that Andy said is 75 days is a small price to pay to become the best version of yourself. If you go all in on this program, I guarantee you, that you will be the best version of yourself. And when I heard it, the words all in, be all in. And what this meant for me, 75 hard got prioritized ahead of my business. And one of the things I live, and this is part of my foundation for holistic success, is filling up all the buckets of my life. Because so many people in the world, they sit there and they say, you know what? The only bucket that really matters for me is business and money, work, 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 grind, grind, grind. I get it. But in my case, being the best version of myself, I don't come from a place of lack. So me taking the time and creating the time from four to five every single day to work out, that's a gift. It doesn't mean that I didn't want to not work because I did. I've got a full plate right now. But I found time to make it happen. And by the way, relating to this, uh, I've got an opportunity that I want to share with you. Having been someone who specialized in personal growth and coaching for the last 11 years, I actually, through the process of this, developed a program to take you through the four levels of being your best in all areas of your life. I've got five opportunities open right now. I'm looking for the right person who is serious about creating growth in their life. If that's you, uh, I'll drop a link in the show notes to where you and I can set up a call. Uh, We'll meet personally and we'll map out how to get you where you want to go in your life. You're also welcome to hit me up on Instagram at Rob Cressy to speed up the process. Uh, I've learned a ton along on this journey. And as a coach, I want to be a champion for you. And the best thing that I can do is give you this opportunity. If you're one of those people who says, you know what? I'm about this life. I want to get better. Hit me up. Let's jump on a call. So back to where we were. So instead of business, I'm working out and it was a blessing. 
Next thing that was the hardest part for me, the diet. When we look at the daily tasks every single day, people are all challenged by different ones. For me, it was the diet. Why? Because I took this seriously. Uh, I always sit there and think about Andy Frisella watching me whenever I eat anything and him being like, really, dude? The standard you have for 75 hard is you're eating whatever, chicken fingers and fries? I'm like, nope, I'm not about that life. So for me, my diet was what I call the intentional diet. No fried food, no sweets, no snacks, no chips, no crackers, no cookies. And then I did intentional eating. I would look at something and say, hey, somebody on a healthy lifestyle diet plan, would they eat this, yes or no? This doesn't mean I had to be a squirrel and was depriving myself of things. No, it's clean eating. So when you look at something, back to the example, uh, grilled chicken and rice and veggies instead of fried chicken and french fries. That's a simple example of it. But for me, this was ever present. And I've got an 18-month-old child. So there were times in which I am actually feeding him chicken fingers and fries or chicken wings or whatever, or macaroni and cheese, and I'm physically touching it and giving it to him. And I'm sitting there and I've just eaten chicken and rice and veggies for the 50th time in a row and my tummy's rumbling and boy, would I love anything other than that. But guess what? That's part of the game. That's where you earn your confidence. So for me, that was a challenge. Uh, The variety of food, you really have to learn how to eat cleaner. And I took this very seriously. It's why I get the maximum amount of results out of this because uh, I'm doing this to get better. I'm not doing this to make it easy on myself. And the last part about this, about the most challenging parts of this program for me was actually the end of the program. Day 69, 70, 71, and 72, I was traveling. I had an entrepreneurship event in Dallas where uh, I got up at 3 a.m. for a 5.15 a.m. flight, flew to Dallas immediately, boom, get in my first workout, meetings all day, 5 p.m. gets there, another workout, diet, water, all of that stuff. So that was day 69, run it back day 70, run it back day 71, and it's tough when a lot of people are like, oh, man, Rob, it's going to be the end. This must be so easy for you. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is the hardest four days of my entire program at the very end. And once again, what this program teaches you is that every single day you get to be intentional about every single thing that you do and the dues still have to be paid. So there's no such thing as an easy day. You may create this effortless where you're so dialed in, but in life, there are always obstacles and adversities ahead that you may or may not see. Day 69, 70, 71, and 72 was proof of that for me. So I get back from three days in Dallas. Uh, I have a 9 p.m. flight, gets in at 12.30. I get home at 2 a.m. Guess what? My wife's just been with the baby for the last three days. Baby gets me up at 8 a.m. Boom. I still got two workouts to get into my entire routine. And that's how... Four of my last seven days ended up and I definitely had to tap into that mental toughness and just stay focused because I was so close to the finish line. 
And the days that are the hardest are the days you remember the most. And I learned this the first time around. Doesn't make it any easier in the moment, certainly as it relates to your outdoor work or your workouts in general, because you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, the last thing that I want to do is work out for 45 minutes, not just once, twice today when I got home at 2 a.m. and now I'm sitting here with a child. It's like, oh baby, but guess what? That's why you feel so good on day 74, day 75, and right now. So, what is the best thing that I learned this time around? And this was a life-changing realization. And it was controlling and owning my self-talk especially in the morning. So even when you're a high performer and you wake up early in the morning and you do it for a decade straight, it doesn't mean it's easy. I've woken up in the fives for like the last decade and every single day it's still a challenge for me. So now we layer on the whole baby side of things and there's days in which you just want to sleep in when your body is feeling it from the workouts, the twice a day, like, This is a real thing. Your energy management is a real thing. And of course, when your energy is low, you're feeling it, you are going to get bumps and bruises and aches and pains and all that contributes to it. So all of a sudden it's Saturday and you're like, oh my God, my back hurts and I want to sleep in and I know my kid's getting up at 7 a.m. And uh, here comes that alarm at 5.52 or 5.21 in the morning and you're like, crap. And I just noticed in auditing myself, I was challenged and I'm not a guy who had snooze, but eventually your mind's like, just sleep in, just like, come on, dude, just give yourself the gift of like 10 more minutes. And I was like, what's up with this? Because this is the same voice I had had when my slippery slope at the beginning. So through, and this is probably through the first 40 days of the program, I'm noticing this. I'm I'm challenged first thing in the morning with getting up. And I'm not hitting snooze, but I'm just very, very challenged in doing this. And of course, I'm not somebody who wakes up doing round off back handsprings when I get up. Um, But I'm still doing it, but I'm very aware of what my self-talk is. And I'm like, man, this is not serving me at all. And the light bulb went off for me. And I was like, wait a second, let me audit the times during my day in which my self-talk is the lowest. And I noticed two times. One was from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. when I first get up. And number two is from 3 to 4 p.m. when I've already been up for 10 hours uh, between baby business working out. And my energy's lower. We've We've all experienced that, that midday doldrum. I'm like, man, these are the times traditionally when my self-talk is not serving me. So you know what the light bulb moment was? Oh, well, now you know when to not listen to yourself talk and not trust it. And this became binary for me, where literally from the time of any time in the forest to 6 a.m., if my negative self-talk popped up, I was like, oh, don't listen to it. Because here's where I wrapped a bow on this and I got it. I would get back from the gym at 7 a.m. and I'd feel great. I'm all pumped up. I just got in a 45-minute workout. I was up earlier. 
And I asked myself, Rob, do you still feel the same way that you did with yourself talking five in the morning? And the answer was no. I was proud of myself. I was radiating. I'd earned my confidence. I'd paid my dues. So somehow at 7 a.m., having done all of that, I'm feeling amazing. But at 5 a.m., that's not the story. And I was like, got it. The 5 a.m. version is not the 7 a.m. version. And the 7 a.m. version of me, that's the best version of me. That's the one to trust. And once that realization happened, in an instant, my life changed. I was like, oh, whenever I wake up in the morning, don't listen to whatever my self-talk is going to be and just get up. And oh, by the way, I actually designed my self-talk in the morning. I say, today is going to be a great day. I speak three things of gratitude in the morning. I read for 30 minutes. I meditate. I stack tons of positivity. But in this program and in life, we're fighting for inches where a lot of good, a lot of good, a lot of good. What's up with this thing that's not serving me? And once again, the what's not serving me can start adding up and adding up and adding up. And I don't want every single morning to be like, Rob, go, to, go back to bed. Rob, go back to bed. No, that's dumb. I want harmony and joy in my life. And I assume you do too. So with this, for the last 30 days and change of this program, it was a non-negotiable for me. I was like, oh, negative self-talk. This doesn't exist from six to, five to six in the morning. And a crazy thing happened. That self-talk either went away or I chopped it off immediately where it'd be like, oh, Rob, just stay in bed. And I'm like, oh, that's a dumb thought. Get up. So the negative self-talk became a trigger for taking action in the name of best version of me at 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, no, actually, I know what's on the horizon when I get up. And that's what it becomes is you create your growth and your power and become the better version of you by knowing what it looks like by taking the action. So you create yourself by taking the action and the action creates your results. And remember, I do this professionally. I'm about this life. I coach people on this. But one of the reasons in which I'm qualified to do this is because I have the same struggles and challenges and fears and obstacles as everybody else. I have just created ways to step into my power, turn it into a process, and then I'll share it because if I can overcome it, so can you. So for me, without a doubt, that is the number one thing that I've learned through this 75 hard because that is a domino effect for anything because anytime this negativity comes into my life, I'm like, wait a second, do I feel that way when I'm listening to my champion voice? No, cool, throw that in the trash, let's go. So, whoo, I'm getting excited, a little Ric Flair right there. All right, so I'll give you an idea of what my daily routine looked like when I was on 75 hard this time. So as I've mentioned, uh, I was up by 5 a.m. every day for two and a half straight months. What I would do, I would zombie my way to the kitchen and immediately fill up my water bottle. And while I'm filling up my water bottle, I would speak a declaration. I am that I believe. I believe in myself. I believe in the end of my story. I believe I can make anything happen. 
And I saw my water bottle as filling up a cup of belief. And it's a very simple trigger. This is self-creation 101. This is something that I coach on. And it is the biggest blessing in the world. For most people, it's just filling up a water bottle. For me, it's filling up my cup of belief. So I filled up my cup of belief four times a day times 75 days. So 300 times in two and a half months, I spoke to myself, I am that I believe. Super simple life hack. This is one of the things uh, that I talk about in the four levels of my coaching. So fill up my water bottle, immediately drink a little bit of it. I don't know, just an eighth of it. Uh, Why? Because when you drink water in the morning, it hydrates you and that gives you more energy. Then I would read a book for 30 minutes, meditate for 10 10 minutes, uh, and then immediately go to the gym, which would take about one hour round trip. By 7 a.m., which is around the time I got home, the baby is up. So now I'm with the family for the next two hours until our babysitter arrives for watching our son while we are working. In between there, I am getting ready or attempting to. I'm attempting to eat. I'm attempting to shower. And another good thing, I'm very consistent about everything that I do. So anytime it was time for me to shower, that was time for me to take my progress picture. So boom, workout, water, progress picture, shower. By lunch, I finished at least half of my water. So half half a gallon of my gallon is done. uh, And then I would work until 4 p.m. From 4 to 5 p.m., I would do my outdoor workout. And once I was done with that, from 5 to 7.45 p.m., it was baby time. So being with the baby, feeding the baby, bathing the baby, putting the baby down, and then somehow finding a way for us to eat dinner. So traditionally, it's about 8 o'clock right now before all of that is done. And I finally get an hour to myself to where you're like, all right, I've been up for, what, the last 15 hours doing things nonstop. Cool. I've got an hour to myself to watch the NBA playoffs or uh, do parts of my evening routine. So, of course, 8 o'clock gets there, and I'm doing my gratitude. I'm doing my G-code score. I'm doing... uh, my 75 hard app, all of that different stuff. And traditionally, I was in bed, in a sleep, or in bed by 9.30 p.m., rinse and repeat for two and a half months straight. The weekends for me were by far the hardest. Why? Because there's less structure. Um, my wife is, doesn't work on the weekends. So all of a sudden, it's completely different. We don't have the babysitter. So now it's actually... As a parent, I find the weekends are more challenging than during the week. There's more structure when I'm working than on the weekends. It's a loosey-goosey. You can do anything. There's more events. There's more traveling. So I gave myself the gift of usually about 22 minutes of extra sleep. So I would set my alarm for 5.21 a.m. every day on the weekends. And same thing, read for 30 minutes, meditate for 10. Uh, The main difference is, I would do a workout in the garage. So I've got um, some Bowflex adjustable dumbbells there. I've got a mat. I've got a bench. uh, And uh, I use the Peloton app. And I would traditionally get in a 45-minute indoor workout right then. Um, Because I didn't have to travel to and from the gym, that would save me, I don't know, 12 minutes or so as a whole. That way I could be done before the baby gets up at 7. Looking at the workouts, uh, 
I lifted in the morning six days a week. Uh, one day a week, I did yoga or stretching. Uh, one of my big goals this year is the ability to touch my toes. Flexibility is not my strong suit. So uh, I was layering in uh, 15 minutes of stretching and or 15 minutes of core and abs because I wanted to look good for that progress picture there. Uh, for the outdoor workout, uh, I was doing run walks, which uh, for anyone who is a runner or not a runner, the run walk method changed my life where it's like, hey, run for one mile, walk for 30 minutes or for 30, run a mile, walk for 30 seconds or a minute, rinse or repeat, or walk for five minutes, run to that tree, whatever it is. Uh, and then I love to play basketball. So I was also doing that. One of the big victories for me was reconnecting, going back to the gym. Uh, back in January for the first time in my life, uh, I got a back injury and it really screwed things up. And it's one of the things that started this slippery slope for me. And for the first time in my life in 15 years, I didn't go to the gym for three weeks. It messed up my mind more than it did my body. Cause I'm, I'm not used to that sort of thing. And around day 35 or so, I reactivated my gym membership. So I went from working out in my garage to working out at the gym because I wanted to get all swollen, look good, and I just didn't have the equipment at my home. So that was a major victory for me. Uh, also along the same lines, when I was doing my workouts at the gym, I started to listen to uh, podcasts or old coaching videos from, I'm a part of the Arte Syndicate led by Andy Frisella and Ed Milet. Uh, I would listen to 45 minutes of past coaching calls over the last three years and boom, I'm getting this drip of wisdom from two of the best leaders and business owners in the world. This was next, next level for me, has me radiating. One key to share with everybody or share with you is I would lay my clothes out the night before for my workouts and I would put them in the living room because remember it's like 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm not about to wake my wife up. And this was a key to success for me the first time I did the program because what this does is you're committing to working out before the day is even done. Boom, I don't have to think about it, read, meditate, take whatever I'm wearing from bed, off, throw on my workout clothes, boom, right into the garage, go to the gym. Uh, the best workout, I have two of them. Number one, this is midway through, let's call it day 37 or something. I don't remember for sure. I documented, I documented my entire journey on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can connect with me at Rob Cressy there. But I was doing a run walk with my wife on the weekend. And all of a sudden in Florida, it can go from sunshine to thunderstorm like in an instant. And we're walking with the baby and all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, massive thunderstorm happens. And my wife runs to the car, but I still have 20 minutes left on my workout. And I'm like, all right, babe, cool. I'll be back in 20 minutes. She's like, all right. She obviously knows I'm this dialed in on this. And for me, it was a gift. One of the things you learn with 75 hard is the conditions are never perfect. So when the rest of the world is like, oh my God, it's raining. I'm like, oh my God, it's raining. Sign me up for this. Because it's like injecting mental toughness into my body. The worse the conditions, the more I want to be out in it. And for me, it was literally like euphoric. It is 
torrential downpour. Like for anyone who's watched the movie Caddyshack, when the guy's still golfing, he's having his best round. It was like that. And I'm watching people all under the pavilions. And here I am just running laps around uh, Waterside, which is in uh, Sarasota down near where I live. Loving it. For me, get into the car, sopping wet. I take my clothes off down to my boxers and literally just get into the car. And my wife just looks at me with this little smirk. She, of course, knows what I'm doing. And uh, for me, it's just it's one of my happiest moments of this program. And then number two, my best workout, the very last workout of the entire time, uh, I share a story about how uh, – I did a 5.1 mile run on my last workout because I'm finishing strong. It's 90 plus degrees outside. And around the 2.25 mile mark, I have the idea. I'm like, huh, maybe I'll just run five miles because that's how I want to finish strong. But I get to the front of my neighborhood and I look at my watch and it's 4.15 miles. And even though this is the final minutes of the entire 75 hard program, and at no point had I hit 4.15 miles in my outdoor workout yet, which would have been a record for me. My inner voice is like, you know what, Rob? You should just head in. You've done this so far. 4.15, that's gonna be a record for you. Boom, you're good. And then my champion voice is like, are you serious? You're telling me you had the idea of running five miles and now that you get to the front of your neighborhood and the the mileage doesn't line up, you're going to cut a corner in the last workout in the final minutes of your 75 hard? No way that's happening. So, of course, we both know what happens. I kept running and got to, whatever, 4.6 miles, turned back around, went back into my neighborhood, ended up at 5.10 miles. And it makes me laugh. Because your self-limiting voice is always there. So what you learn in this program is how to overcome your self-talk that does not serve you. Think about this. I've done 75 hard twice. I was in literally the final minutes of the entire program for the workout. I'm radiating. It is one of the best days of my life, a day I'll remember forever. And just when I'm about to cross the finish line, my self-talk goes, take it easy, Rob. You're good. Don't push yourself. You actually already pushed yourself. That's good enough. Air quotes, good enough. Please throw good enough in the trash because you and I, we don't believe in good enough. We believe in championship effort. And that's exactly what I did for me. Best workout. It's a story I'm going to remember for the rest of my life because it was so real, so easy for me. I could just walked into my house and been like, cool, just set a record, except I would live the rest of my life knowing I had the idea I wanted to run five miles. So it's exactly what I did. All right. So what I want to do now as I wrap a bow on all of this is share some tips for you in completing 75 hard based on my experience. And I can confidently say I'm an expert at 75 hard having done it twice, including the Live Hard program, uh, not failing a single day along the line. Uh, I know what it likes to succeed and turn yourself into the best version of yourself, so much so that, as I've mentioned, uh, I'm a growth coach that helps high performers do this for a living. So number one tip, 
go all in. As I said, 75 days is a small price to pay to become the best version of yourself. Committing to this program is something 99.99% of people in the world will never do. When you go all in, you will learn the things that other people do not. Grit, fortitude, mental toughness, earned confidence, owning the conversation with yourself. So what does going all in look like? Make this a priority. It's the number one most important thing in your entire day for two and a half months. That's how you create the transformation. Number two, uh, I'm a master creator. So one thing that was important for me is documenting my journey. So every day while in my workouts or throughout my day, I would snap a photo that would become almost like my blog post for social media, where every single day, day one of 75 hard, day 27 of 75 hard, day 75 of 75 hard, I would share what my experience was on that day. And every day was not puppy dogs and rainbows. I went through a lot of self-excavating, my self-talk not serving me. While you're hearing the champion voice of me right now, I've also shared with you, there was a lot of challenges and obstacles and adversity that I was battling through myself. There's a reason why I was doing this. Remember, where I was starting at the beginning. So while I, as a high performer, know how to succeed, it didn't mean that mentally... I wasn't constantly battling myself because I was. And for me, this awareness and intention of what I was experiencing, I would share with it on Instagram and say, and this is the lesson that I learned because that way I can go back and relook at that whenever I want and you can too. So this is a gift. And, and by the way, if you're someone who wants to uh, become a master creator with content creation Brand building podcast, all out your boy. All right, next part about this is you sharing your journey inspires other people. Yes, this is a one-of-one journey. You're doing this for yourself, but there are benefits for others. So every single day, people are seeing my journey with 75 hard. And think about this. The world is filled with negativity by design. The media, the news, and social media fear, judgment, self-learning beliefs. Let me show you what's wrong in the world. And then here you are being that shining star. I'm not perfect, but I'm working on making myself better and growing every single day. Here's what's going on with me. Here's what's going on with me. Here's what's going on with me all along on this journey. And I got to give a shout out to everybody, one, for listening and watching right now or liking or commenting on or even viewing anything that I've created over the last two and a half months or quite frankly, over the last decade because it, the, your support means so much to me because I really do feel it. It energizes me when I will get the messages saying, you inspired me to start. Several people said, I'm a husband and wife combo and we are starting because of you. I have so many friends in a uh, five-day span, I had three people I'm friends with start 75 hard. And this isn't me preaching to the world being like, you need to do this. If you don't do this, you're, you're not good. No, I'm leading by example. You do what you want to do. I'm going to share my journey along the way, and hopefully it helps you with yours. And in doing so, you'll find it inspires others to be better for themselves and others. So 
Thank you to everyone. And for anyone doing 75 hard right now, listening or watching, uh, I'm rooting for you and I'm encouraging you the same way that you send it to me. I'm sending that positive energy back to you. Next tip, consistency of routine. Uh, there's a, a book that changed my life, The Power of Consistency by Weldon Long. And I've learned how to create consistency because with consistency comes uh, long-term results and short-term results. And in the, in the uh, guise of 75 hard, your ability to be consistent, doing the same things every single day, to me, that's an absolute key to success. I couldn't imagine doing this program and not having a plan where you're like, yeah, some days I wake up and do my workouts this time. Some days I do it this time. Sometimes I read at night. Sometimes my progress picture. No, everything for me is by design. Why? Because consistency creates excellence. I know when I'm doing everything because I'm so intentional about every single aspect of my life. But here's the thing. One day, there's only one day in this entire program in which things were off and I had a lack of consistency and the universe is just crazy. So it was in the early 40s. Don't quote me on this. It's called day 42. And as I've said, I've never failed a single day or a single thing in this entire program. And for some reason, on, one of, on that day, my water bottle got washed. And my water bottle is pretty much attached to my hip. But maybe I had uh, eaten lunch and left my water bottle there. Well, it innocently got washed. So all of a sudden, my water bottle, which had water in it, uh, I come back, I don't know, half an hour later, and there's nothing in it. I don't think anything of it at the time. And I go back and uh, I fill my water bottle up and I try and estimate how much water I had um, in it when I left it there. Cool, whatever. So I've done the water bottle again and go through my day. The end of the day, I've got my check marks. I'm like, all right, I go through my journal. Uh, I have a handwritten version and I go through all of them. Boom, 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 boom. Did this, progress picture, yes. Workouts, yes. Water, yes. All of this stuff done. And every single day, I check my water bottle to make sure that the water is empty. Cool. And I move on. I wake up the next morning and I look and there is a small amount of water in my water bottle. And this is at 4.58 in the morning. And my stomach drops. And I'm like, oh my God. How is there still water left in my water bottle? And immediately... My body gets hot. I'm in panic mode. I'm like, oh my God, did, did I just fail this program due to a, a lack of attention to detail? And like in the moment, which felt like a year, my mind is like recreating my entire day. I was like, wait a second. I posted my progress picture and like that I completed it. And I went through my journal. And I checked all these things off. And like, I do this every single day. I'm like, what in the world happened? And after what was like five minutes, I realized that the amount of water that I'd had remaining in there, I had thankfully filled the water bottle back up to create a surplus of it. And it just so happens that 
I had left a small amount of water at the end, but I'd still completed my water. But oh, baby, did I learn a lesson where I was like, this, this is never happening again. It is the closest. And, and for anyone who's ever failed this or come close to this, the panic that you probably feel is just one of the worst feelings in the world. Like immediately my mind is just like, what am I going to do and all of this stuff? And thank goodness this worked out for me. But uh, the lack of consistency on that one day, I did not check my water bottle at night before I went to bed to see if there was any water remaining. Thank God I'd built in a buffer so that did not matter and I had completed my water. But I wanted to share this story because consistency of routine, attention to detail, leave nothing up to chance. All right, along those same lines, another tip. What do you do when your routine is out of whack? What you do, you live in action when you don't want to. And I'll give you the simplest example, and this is something you learn along the journey. There are going to be tough days and tough moments. So a few weeks ago, we went to the zoo with our son, his first time there, one of the best days of my life. We leave at like 8 or 9 a.m. We drive up to the Tampa Zoo. We meet some friends there. We're there for four or five or six hours. Great day. He sees tigers and manatees and giraffes and zebras. He's lighting up. Just amazing. I get in my workout before we go to the zoo. We get back. It's 90 degrees outside. We've been walking all day, uh, drinking water left and right. We get back at like 4.30 p.m. And we are all just beat. Guess who still has an extra workout to get in? This guy. So within five minutes of me being home, I'd put on my workout clothes and I was doing my outdoor workout, despite the fact that I just walked a quadrillion miles throughout the zoo. Why do I share this? Because one of the things that you learn is when you don't want something, you don't want to do something, and being comfortable sounds like the easier path. When you're on 75 hard, take the action path instead. Because if I sat down on that couch, oh baby, here comes the, oh, this feels so good. I don't want to, dot, dot, dot. And when you turn the I don't want to into shut up, I'm taking action, you pay your dues, those 45 minutes will be done quicker than you think. And, and remember, those workouts will become the workouts you remember for the rest of your life. It's not easy in the moment, but I promise you, when your routine is out of whack, choose to live in action. Next thing, accountability. Very simple. Number one, written. Every single day on my daily planner, I'd write down pick, diet, um, water, and I'd have a little slash, workout, 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 read. And every, every single time, I would just exit out. That way, I could see it right in front of me at all times. And having completed 75 hard prior, before the app even existed, I didn't use the app for the first 50 days because I had my method of doing it manually. What ended up changing this was I'd used Andy's old IG template from back in 2019, and I would put an emoji on every single day, and it was sort of my way of the emoji would relate to something that happened that day. It was a fun thing for me. But after screenshotting or downloading that enough times, the quality started to become so blurry that you couldn't even see what day I was on or what I was doing. So around day 50, I decided 
to get the app and finishing it that way. So my daily accountability would be writing it down, checking it off, doing it via the app, and then I would actually check it a third time. That way there is no way that uh, there's any chance of me uh, messing up, certainly after my uh, near miss. So wrapping a bow on this, number one, I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. I love you. That 75 days is a small price to pay to become the best version of yourself. I've done this twice, and in each time, this changed my life forever. It's the best thing I've ever done. So I'm creating this time in my life to share this with you, to help you on your journey, because you're a mirror for others, and everything that you want in your life is possible. And 75 Hard can create that for you, because this program is incredible for self-discovery, self-creation, and excavation. Getting the things in your life that are not serving you and replacing them with positive habits, routines, mindsets, and ways of being that are aligned to the ideal version of yourself. And it is something that, thank you, Andy Frisella. Thank you for everybody for being a part of this journey with me. If there's anything that I can do to help you out, whether it's as your coach, as a champion for you in this, or you just want some good vibes, you can go to robcressy.com or hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy.